0: Good evening and welcome to The Peculiar Podcast. It's Sunday, July 11th, 2021. And we're going to get right in. We're going to pray. We're going to read scripture. We're going to define a couple words. And then we're going to get right on into this lesson today. The lesson is basically something that I talked about with another person who is a dear friend and is definitely in the body of Christ and I said to him, I wish people would take Christ more seriously. So that's going to be the topic. She said, go ahead and use this. And she's a mother in the church. And I was like, man, she's on point. So the title is going to be, I wish people would take Christ more seriously. So we'll get in, we'll pray, we'll read the scripture, we'll Define these words, and then we'll go forth. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for being able to do this podcast, Lord. Thank you for people listening, Lord, where they may be. Lord, just bless them indeed. Enlarge their territory, Lord. Lord, just bless somebody that's in need right now, Lord. Somebody's standing in need of a blessing and, uh, and love. They need love. They need peace. They need joy. They need, they have long suffering, Lord. Lord, somebody's moving right now, Lord, but somebody needs to stay put. Lord, show them how to stay put and still worship you and give you glory, love, and honor, Lord, and you will reciprocate that. Lord, we just want to test you right now, Lord, to take us higher, Lord. Because we want to lift you up higher. Lord, just bless each and every person that we've come into contact with. Lord, show them the love of Christ. Lord, let us be a vessel used to do great things. Lord, let us prepare the ground. Let us sow seeds and let people come to Christ today and always. Lord, we thank you for Jesus. He didn't have to go to the cross, but he did. And we are thankful that he went to the cross. Lord, just show your way. Move me out of the way, and let your Holy Spirit work through this podcast, Lord, that somebody might be saved, and somebody might come to Christ that has been fighting with it, that hasn't necessarily wanted to come. Lord, change their heart, change their mind, and we'll give you all honor, glory, and praise that you are due, in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so we have several... Um, scriptures that we're going to talk about, we're going to read them, and then we'll get right to the definitions and bring those out, and then after that, we'll go through the podcast, and then we'll get you on your way. So, greetings to all. Uh, First, we'll read Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8 in its entirety, and it says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, and today, and forever, hallelujah. That means he don't change. We should be that way, but we can't. But glory to God, he, he is. Jesus is. The next verse is Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. And this is one that many always talk about. Verse 5, it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thy own understanding. Verse 6, In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Hallelujah. That's a good verse, and you got to come to understand it. Christ is king. we got to trust in him and do what he says. Um, then we'll move down to another great one that everybody loves and knows. Um, most kids know this. It's John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Hallelujah. He made a way for us. That's all I'll say right there. Then we flip over to the book of Matthew, chapter 7 and verse 23, and it says, And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you, depart from me, ye that work iniquity. That's going to be a sad thing for people to hear. I don't want to hear it. I'm not going to hear it. That's why I'm going to work for God and be a vessel for Him. That's going to be a sad day when those words come out to certain people. God protect us from that. Jesus bless us. Then we'll flip over to 2 Timothy uh, 3, verses 1 and 2. And verse 1 says, This know also, that in the last days perilous times shall come. Verse 2, For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous Boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Lord, is that a mouthful? I could go to work on that one right there, but I'll leave it for when it's due. And the last scriptures that we have are Romans chapter 8, verses 38 and 39. Verse 38 says, For I am... Persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, verse 39, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ, Jesus, our Lord. That right there tells you Jesus is Lord. So if you've never heard that, hallelujah, he is, and God made him that, he's God's son. So let's move over and break down a couple of these definitions that I looked up. Um, the first one that caught my attention was profess. So when we profess something, it means it's to declare or to claim that it's going to happen, or it did happen, or it's uh, it's futuristic, at, at some point, to declare that it will happen. Now, I've seen a lot in life that many people profess many things and they declare them and they claim them. Some true, some false. But if Jesus declares it, it's going to happen. The next word is um, direct. And that's just to guide or to point out. So some if, if God's going to direct your path and guide you, he's going to show you the way and you're supposed to follow that. With anticipation, bated breath, whatever you want to say. But he'll get the job done. So follow him when he's directing. Um, The next word is depart. That could be to die, to abandon, or to forsake. God said he'll never leave us or forsake us. But if he says depart from me, that means get out of here. Go, leave. You have no more chances. So that's scary. The next word is iniquity. And that's just a gross injustice. It means wickedness or sin. Gosh. Lord have mercy. And the last word that I looked up is perilous. And that means dangerous. It means hazardous, risky, and it's unsafe for you. So perilous times, like we're living in right now. The risky times, but hallelujah, we serve the Lord, Jesus Christ, who's the Lamb of God. So, like I said, the title of this is, I wish people would take Christ more seriously. Now, there's a time that I didn't. I believed and I I was baptized, but God had to rein me back in. He had to uh, crack the whip on me and get me back in line. And I'm not perfect, never have been, never will be. I know some people have said to me before, you think you're perfect. No, not me. I know I have too many faults. I've had too many mess ups, too many slip ups, too many turn the wrong ways. And God has had to whoop me and redirect me. So from that, we know Jesus is real. Can we agree on that fact? Jesus is real. If not, we have major amounts of work to do. We have major amounts of work to do. Um, and and that's you, me, us, all of us, uh, if, if we can't believe that Jesus is real. Uh, his realness seems to throw people off. That's many people throw him off. It makes them doubt him, makes them doubt his existence, and uh, even say that he's not real. And that's sad. That's, I never want to come to a point where I say that Jesus isn't real. He is real. He's real to my soul. He's real deep down in my soul. He's real. I know that he is for a fact. I hope you get to that level too. Um, it definitely, that throws my mind for a loop when I hear that, when I see it, when, when it goes into effect that people say, oh, he's not real. It's just something made up. Nah, man, it's real. I'm telling you from experience. Um, and I do know that all people don't have the same level of belief. So we got babies crawling. We have baby faith. We have big faith. We have in-between faith. There's something about levels that we have to respect and observe also because some people just aren't there yet. Some people will never be there Uh, and and nobody is ever going to attain that goal here because that's why we needed Jesus Christ. But what I do wonder is what makes so many people not take Jesus serious? Um, for me, his word is serious. Uh, he loves and cares for each person. And he told us that he loves us and that he would be there even until the end. So to me, that's serious. That's something that we got to take more serious. We, we sometimes step out of the range with Christ and with God and we put them on the back burner. And that, to me, is not taking him serious. And then he does something to get us right back in line. And, and that's to get our attention. Um, many people too are like Thomas and sincerely doubt Jesus's existence. Now you all know, or some of you know, some might not, but if you read the word, it said Thomas doubted him after he went to the cross because, you know, he, he didn't think Jesus was back, but Jesus proved that wrong. Um, but some are also fearful or afraid of Christ and what is written, but he said, "Don't fear. You're supposed to fear him, and that's giving him reverence, and, and that's just to let him know that you believe in him, that he is holy, and that he is there to take effect whenever we need. But don't be afraid. He he's a god of love. He is a god of wrath, but he 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 is there to love on us." Um. I'm not sure, and I don't have all the answers, but I do know that God does have all the answers. Um, Do people not think seriously of Christ because it's in a book called the Bible? Now, many people see it as just a storybook or a sticker book that they're going to take the stickers and put them on the wall. and "Ah, It's good for the kids, and no, it's good for everybody. And it's not a fairy tale. It's not just a, a little book, story book. It it tells a story, though. And your story is the next book that's added. Um, do people think that it's a made-up fairy tale? Like make-believe. I've heard people say it is. I've heard people type it out. I've, I have I mean, they've said it out. And then they've typed it out. And it goes online or this and that. But until God makes a move in your life... You might just stay that way, but that's not the way he wants you. He wants to open up your heart, your mind, and your soul to him so he can come in. Um, I I don't even know why that is. What is it? To not fear God or Jesus tells me enough because that's pure sin. It's disobedience. Uh, Jesus commands us to love him, God, the Holy Spirit. And our neighbors. That's the others that he's talking about. So that's a command. We should do that. Uh, Some of us have trouble loving the people right next to us. If that makes sense to you. So let alone be able to love an almighty God. Wow. That's crazy. So... God calls us to be holy because he's holy. But many people get that confused with perfection. There's only one perfect. That's Jesus. So we got to start taking him more seriously. Um, Taking Jesus seriously would involve believing in him, number one. Uh, His word as truth. Uh, Believing that he died on the cross for our sins. And belief that he's the one son and the true son of our God. Um, when we do that, he can come in and do some things when we believe now, our faith level is very key also to how serious we take Jesus and God. So it it has to do with faith also. Now we have to know, do we believe that he saved us? Do we believe that or will step in for us? And will take care of us. All the things that I said before. He said that he would. And if he said that he would. That means it's going to happen. He's going to take action. So have faith in that. It takes our faith and belief. To activate him working in our favor. So you have to do something. Called belief. Called having faith. And then God can work in your life. If you have an open heart to it. Now when we don't have. Truth. Faith. And belief. It shows that we might not be as serious about Christ as we profess to be. There's that word, professed, as we claimed. Now, in these days, many don't take Christ as serious as they could or should because they're doing a thing and are being entertained by a thing called self or self-promotion. When you're promoting yourself and you can't promote God, there's a problem. He's the one that needs to be promoted first. Once you promote him, he can promote you and then you promote him a little more, then things work. The other way, you get downtrodden, you get messed up because you're not doing it the right way and then you're crying out. God help me. God help me. No, do it his way. His way is decent and in order. Now, in 2 Timothy chapter 3 verses 1 and 2, it says, "Perilous times will come." Perilous times. Meaning mean, in risky business, it, it states that people will be lovers of self. So there it is right there. We're living in a time where selfishness is running rampant. People think it's about me. It's about me. It's about me. But leave God out. It's not about us. It's, there's nothing we can do to make things better. It's all about Jesus. He's the one. He's the one that loves us. He's the one that cares. He's the one we can go to. He's the one that deserves it all. So, leave self back. He said, die to yourself. Die to yourself daily, as a matter of fact. Put yourself on the back burner. He that starts out last will become first. Now, if you want to be first all the time, there's a problem. Sometimes let somebody else get those cookie crumbs, let somebody else get that little piece of pie. Then God brings out the other entrees and you could feast on it. So, let's put self behind. And bring him to the forefront. And then he can promote you the way you'd like to be promoted. When we're selfish. It just makes us look like a fool. And I know we're not supposed to call ourselves fools. Or other people fools. But it's a foolish move. Now all I could say about it is. We see it daily. In this wor- world. We see it daily. Daily. Many people doing it. To me selfishness is so severe. In our world today, that many rarely think of others, let alone Jesus Christ. So if you can't think of your neighbor, what makes you think you're going to think about Jesus? That's sad. Super sad. Think about your neighbor. Don't always be a me, me, me person. Me, me, me gets thrown under the bus sometimes. And that bus will kick those tires. But Jesus, you put him first, he's going to show you love. He's going to show you grace, mercy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, the fruits of the Spirit. When those get to kicking, you're doing something. Because it ain't you anyway, it's the Holy Spirit, which he's imparted in the believer. Now, for those who choose not to take Jesus seriously, there are things that can or that he will do. Now, those things that can happen or that he will do. I don't know, man, I don't want a piece of those, but it'll make you know he's real and that his word's true. In Romans chapter eight, verse 39, it's said by Paul that nothing shall be able to separate the believer from God's love. So if it's not taken seriously, one could or can be separated from For eternity from God and his love, from Jesus Christ and his love, from the Holy Spirit. That's very sad. But he puts that out there and tells us that we got to get with God. we got to open our hearts, open our minds, open your soul up to him. Open up to Jesus. He's the one. I'm tired of saying he's the one. I shouldn't be tired of saying it. But people ain't listening. They're not hearing. He said faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Not Matt. By God. My goodness. He's just using me. I ain't nobody. Get out the way Matt. In that same respect. In Matthew chapter 7 verse 23. Jesus himself says. That he. Will profess. That means proclaim. He's going to lay it out there. That he will never. Know. The one. That's people. Who come to him. Saying that they have done work in his name so he said those that are coming will say Lord, Lord and they'll say depart from me I never knew you I never knew you he qualifies them as a group of many people when he's talking about this but he'll say he didn't know you because you didn't have that personal relationship with him so get serious about Christ before there is zero time left that means no time on the clock Jesus is always the same, and I read that in the verse in Hebrews, chapter 13, verse 8. He's always the same. He doesn't switch up on people. He loves you, and he loves his Father. But just in that, his Father loved him, and he loved us. Just look at John three sixteen, where he said, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, That we didn't have to perish. We didn't have to die. We we can live to live. And that gives us hope. And we got to have faith and put trust in it. Because he said he's going to do it. So he'll do it. Finally, he asks you to trust him only. So he's saying, trust me. And when you trust him, he can do more. Don't go off of what you know. Don't go off of what you think you know. He wants you to acknowledge him Above all people. And and when we do that, that means we're putting him first. He said, bring the first fruits. First fruits. So come to him first. Cain and Abel had that battle. Cain did the wrong thing. Abel brought the best of what he had, the first fruits. So we should bring our first fruits. And when we do that, God's going to bless us. He's going to work with us. He's going to mold us. He's going to make us. He's going to put us in a place. Oh, Holy Spirit. He's going to do some things with us that he can go forward. We can walk with him. Then he can work wonders in your life. So if you, if you have that downtrodden spirit, let Jesus in, take him serious, take him serious, take him seriously, branch out and form a relationship with him. Jesus Christ, the one that can, did, had, will save you. Take him up on it. It's a free gift called salvation. It's a free gift. You ain't going to get no other free gift in life that's better than that. I don't care if it's materialistic. I don't care if it's a piece of chicken because I love that. His salvation preserves us. He's knocking at the doors of your heart today. You got to reach out take him serious, trust him, believe him, give him your hand, give him your heart, give him your love, and he'll reciprocate that. Then things will change for you. It's up to you to open the doors or to keep them closed. So, think about the doors of your heart. That's your heartstrings. That's everything that you think you like, you love, you know. Jesus is there going, how many times are you going to make him knock? How long is he going to sit there and wait? He's waited this long. He could wait for eternity if he wants to, but he's going to come back soon. You got to get right with him today. Take him seriously. So many people are out here, oh, he ain't real. He, duh, duh, duh. You talk about Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And yeah, it's tiring because nobody wants to hear it. But like I said, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Not Matt. I don't have no Bible. Yeah, I have one. But it I didn't create it. The Lord inspired people to divinely write his word. And it says that in Timothy. It's not Matt inspired. It's God inspired. Get into the word. Take him seriously. He took you seriously at the cross. He took you seriously at the cross to provide for your sin debt, even though you might not know it. Shoot. He did it out of love. Are you going to love him back? Are you going to love him back? Are you going to open your heart? Or are you going to sit there? And say, hey, I might do it 50 years from now. You might not have 50 years. Show him love now. Take him up on it. God Almighty. Love on him. Jesus is there for you. Be there for him. He don't need you to. But he wants you. He wants it all. There's a song that says he wants it all. Go search it. Jesus wants it all. He laid it all down at the cross. For your sins. Not his sins. He didn't have any. He was perfect. Like I said before. We get perfect mixed up with holy. God wants us to be holy. He says, be ye holy for I am holy. That don't mean perfect. That means get into the spiritual realm that he's in and let the Holy Spirit guide you and take you somewhere. I'm gone, but Holy Spirit got me a little excited right there. So test him, try him, and he'll do great things for you. Peace be upon you. Peace be upon you. Show him love. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this time. Lord, we thank you for talking about getting serious and getting right with Jesus. Lord, we thank you for all that you've given us, all that you will give us. Lord, bless those in nursing homes, in the jailhouse. Bless those who have to arrest people, because that's got to be a hard thing to do. Bless those who teach. Bless those who are students. Lord, bless those mentors. Bless those factory workers. Lord, bless everyone from every walk of life that they might learn who Jesus Christ is. Because you said anyway, that at the end, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Whether they want to or not, Lord, you said he is that powerful that you're going to make it happen. And when it does, Lord, it's going to be a glorious, sweet time for those who are believers. The others may be trembling, but Lord, I hope they make a connection and a personal relationship with him and you right now. Lord, just bless us indeed. Enlarge our territory. I know I say that a lot, Lord. I'm looking for you to enlarge our territory, Lord. Take us and do something special with us. Lord, be who you are. And we'll thank you and give you all honor, glory, and praise in the matchless and mighty name of Jesus, the Christ, our King. Amen. We want to thank you for listening to the Peculiar Podcast. I know this is a little longer than it usually is, but the Holy Spirit took over. It wasn't me. I, I planned for it to be short, but the Lord took over. Look for him. Open your heart and accept him today. God bless you and God keep you.